Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rebreak Radio, episode 27. My name is Dennis, and today I'm joined by Julian. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, yeah, what is up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're we're here, uh, ready to nerd out over some video game news, and I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, me too. So we're uh, yeah, we're gonna go through some. Uh, games we've been playing where i talk about sea of thieves god of war the inside xbox announcements as well as what we would like to see from new characters and old characters in smash bros on switch oh man smash bros on switch <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be so good <laughs> yeah I, yeah i mean how could it not be good yeah <laughs> there's i think honestly if they just ported the wii u game it there's there's no way it could be worse than that, right? It's, yeah. And that's a great game on its own. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, what have you been playing recently that you'd like to talk about? Um, I've been playing a lot of Nino Kuni 2 on the PlayStation 4. I think it also is on Steam as well. Yeah, it's on um, PC at least. So probably yeah, Steam. which is pretty awesome. Uh, it's a JRPG. It's the second in the franchise. Um, and it it comes from Level Five Studios, I believe that's or Level Five. They're just a yeah. a, JR, a Japanese company, video game developer, and they they make these games and a bunch of other games that are um, that are out on 3DS and and Nintendo consoles. I think they make a, a Professor Layton. Yeah, I think they yeah. I think they make Professor Layton. They make Jokai Watch too. Oh yeah, Yokai Watch. Right. So that's a that's an interesting game that's similar to Pokemon. Mm. I think they announced the fourth one as well. Yeah, and it's coming. And it'll to be Switch. coming out to Switch. Yeah. Um, but this game is really cool um, in that it's if you look at the art style, it's 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 cell shaded and it looks like um, I don't know if you know the director Hayao Miyazaki and and Studio Ghibli. They they make. I'm aware, animated movies, I'm Japanese animated movies. Yeah, I know um, Studio Ghibli is involved or were involved with the first game. Now it's just artists right, from Studio Ghibli that are involved with this game. Yeah, absolutely right. So Studio Ghibli was involved in the first game, and I really loved the first game. It was exclusive to PlayStation Three. That game was it was one of my favorite games to come out last year, uh, not last year, last generation. Um, and I, it was, it's just such a cool franchise. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it takes place in a, in an alternate reality parallel, I guess, parallel to, um, present day, I guess, and, and real life, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's very fantastic, like, uh, fantastical, I guess, is that a word? Um, and, and there's, and it, the first game had sort of like a somber tone to it, and it was a really sad story, and. And these games are are really centered around the characters and the story that you play through, and and then it's also backed up by really strong RPG mechanics. That I mean, you're not that into RPGs and JRPGs, yeah, but no. for someone like me, I can just get lost. I played fifty hours in it already, and I I beat the game, but I, I'm going back to finish all these side quests. Um, but in this game, they've they've introduced, uh, they completely changed the the fighting system to something that's more streamlined and, and sort of button mashy, which I didn't particularly like. But um, there's there's a lot of other cool systems in it 
that make this game absolutely worthwhile. There's you you basically play as a character who is your you're starting a kingdom and and you level up you can create your kingdom in the game and you build all these different shops and and armor shops to level up uh you can level up these uh shops and things so you can buy better armor from them and all the side quests in the game or at least the there are at least a hundred of the side of the i think maybe 170 side quests you get citizens to join your kingdom if you complete the side quests so uh the side quests are actually have some value they're not just boring fetch quests and things like that although some of them are boring fetch quests but uh when you have that many side quests some of them are going to be fetch quests but uh yeah so you're you're actually when you you're getting something worthwhile from the side quests as opposed to just experience points or something like that um, so I think there's a lot more incentive to complete them. And, and then there's also this sort of Pikmin-like uh, combat uh, strategy, real-time strategy mm. combat uh, missions in the game, which are not the best, but they're, they're, they're all right. Yeah, so um, I've heard and, that yeah. the first game was like inspired by Pokemon in many ways, like you were like capturing yeah. monsters and stuff like that. Right, and that, this it, one it was definitely yeah, and this one is yeah. kind of inspired by Pikmin because you have like these tiny, a bunch of like tiny, tiny monsters that kind of group together and stuff like that. Right, partially, uh, one <laughs> one segment of the the three different things, three main things that you do in the game are are just your regular combat where you're pressing square and triangle, and you have uh, it's real time. It's sort of like Tales of of Symphonia or the Tales of series in terms of combat. Then there's the kingdom building aspect, and then there's this sort of real-time strategy Pikmin uh, game going on. And then there's the overarching story, which is, I think, pretty inter- I I wasn't that into it in the beginning, the story, and then it started ramping up, and it got much better towards the end, and I, uh, it introduced a bunch of different characters that I, I really liked, and... Um, I was I was pretty into it. I I didn't think I was gonna like the story from reviews, but uh, I actually really liked the story in the game. I think it was told pretty well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I've been like right now is like the biggest drought period of all time to me. Um. Because <laughs> I'm waiting for God of War, and Donkey yeah. Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Oh my god! Can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You don't have any games in your backlog or something like that. That that's the thing. Like, don't we all? Uh, yeah, I'll be I like, can't. I have a massive list of uh in my backlog, <laughs> but like, I can't play anything that I don't that I'm not excited about. So I'm like, when right. I'm excited about like God of War and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, like that's what I want to play. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I I have Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> in my backlog, and I can't mm-hmm. motivate myself to play that game right now. <laughs> Um, so the games that I have been playing now is I played, uh, because of the hype around Far Cry 5 and like, I, I'm not a, like, I, I liked Far Cry 3. I bought Far Cry 4 at launch, didn't like it. So Mm -hmm. looking at Far Cry 5, I'm like, this is the same. I'm not interested. Um, and so I went back to Far Cry 4 and actually recorded an episode yesterday with um, nice. Carly and Paul from Starwatch 
um that oh, cool. um where we, where i go and just shit on far cry 4 for like an hour <laughs> um so that will be coming out probably like next week or the week after depending on when i oh my god uh will when i'm gonna fit that in um but yeah what i uh, what i've uh, play, been playing other than that and more is uh, Trackmania Turbo because that was just free on PlayStation Plus. Okay, cool. How how is that game? I don't. I saw it, but I didn't play it. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very cool game. It's um, it's a like a track based like time trial racing game. Okay. Um, and it's cool. it, uh, it's like very extreme. Like you use these like very racing. Um, great cars, and you drive on these very crazy um, tracks where where there's like a bunch <laughs> of loops and jumps, and you have to oh, drift cool. and stuff like that. It's it's fun. The only thing I I don't really like, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But the only thing I don't really like about it is that because it's just a time trial game. You're constantly mm-hmm. like on edge because you, oh, man. you like you you just have to get the best time every time. It's not like in yeah. <laughs> in when I play Mario Kart, for instance, where like it's just chill, like I can just uh, like <laughs> race and have fun. Like this is just like okay, how can I shave down like a millisecond in this turn and like uh, oh yeah. that's too much to think about yeah exactly <laughs> not that good at racing games <laughs> but yeah it's uh mm-hmm. it's uh, interesting it's fun and uh yeah uh, that's what i've basically been playing okay recently. that's cool uh wasn't there was a a large game that was free on playstation plus that month right yeah i think i think i think it was, was yeah mad max is free this month mad max right yeah. oh okay. I, yeah i have that game uh so yeah i could i can talk a little bit about that game because i played it uh twice actually i played it on oh cool ps4 and then like back when it came out and then i got it on pc later on as well uh i love mad max and not necessarily nice. because of the game itself but because i uh-huh. think the game has such intense amazing potential for a sequel there are yeah. so many um, have you played mad max yeah i, I played well i played the first two hours of it on mm-hmm. pc because it was like six bucks i just picked it up <laughs> yeah it was really fun but i got i i think it was i just needed to restart the game mm-hmm. but i got into a mission where i needed to pick up something out of the car or or put it in the car i can't remember and it wouldn't let me do that mm. for some reason. I think I just got into some sort of glitch or whatever. I should have restarted the game. Weird. Um, <laughs> I stopped playing after that. <laughs> yeah, because like, there are so many aspects of this game that I that I love so much. Like, um, like I I like how the car is. It's kind of like a character in itself. You actually yeah. have to care about your car. You bring your car everywhere, and. Just the fact that you have an AI companion in the car that mm. you can just kind of press a button to and he'll like whistle to, and the, he'll drive the car up to you. Or if the car is like far away, he'll like shoot a flare up in the air and the, and the car will come come up to you. Like It's like a horse mechanic in many other games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's yeah. uh, because what I don't like in a lot of games and especially like from Far Cry 4 too, which I just played is <laughs> um, what happens a lot of the time is 
your car uh, get, like blows up or you've left your car and we to go to do a mission and then the mission uh, le- uh, like leaves you in a completely different part of the map and now you're sitting there and I don't have a car. Right. And yeah, that and now I got to run somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to look at the map and you have to look well, okay, where's where's a car and or even if the, if there's a game that doesn't have any kind of mechanic where you can see a cars on the map, <laughs> like you have to go and look for a car. Like what I love about that in Mad Max and also games like, you know, like Breath of the Wild, how you can call your horse or just spawn the, the yeah. motorcycle or also like the Batmobile in Arkham Knight. Like you can just call right. your vehicle to you all the time. Like that is so convenient. And it's not just convenient, it makes you... It makes the the vehicle itself feel feel more special. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely, and and not to mention you can customize the crap out of it if I'm not mistaken, mm, and yeah. and just make it awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, some things that I uh, that I really love about the game, but it doesn't focus enough on, is the survival aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Sweet. to kind of. Um, like you don't have to eat food like you just eat food to heal yourself and also yeah. like drink water to heal yourself like i would love to have an actual hunger and thirst meter in the game um yeah that would be cool and you also like you have to um you have to put fuel in your car but oh yeah <laughs> i i love that aspect of it because uh like it actually <laughs> like yeah you you need to think about that kind of stuff i love that kind of uh the management of that um but you can upgrade the car so fuel is basically like not something you have to think about and every time you go into like a stronghold the car gets fueled up and all this stuff like it basically just kind of removes that aspect of the game entirely and that's actually kind of goes into a little bit what i don't like about rpgs is uh, when like if, during the game the interesting aspects of the game go away because you upgrade them away oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah well usually i think they they assume that you don't like that sort of mm. uh part of the game and and you really want to be powerful i guess and by the end of the game i think ideally that happens towards the end of the game and uh but i guess maybe mad max is uh it looks like you it happens maybe towards the middle or mm. or to the point where i i mean i don't know i haven't mm. played that far into the yeah. game but and yeah also like i think the story is completely garbage i don't know what's doing there like <laughs> i like i think when i played the game the first time i just kind of start because what i love about the game is this feeling of survival that it has it's just like there's this barren world with like nothing in it uh, but like some some bases and like houses where like all these like scavengers live or whatever and you just jump into your car you drive until you find something you get out of your car fucking raid the place get in back in your <laughs> car and just drive to the next and i like that aspect of it like how it's yeah i don't really know how to how to describe it but yeah i love that aspect of it and uh the story just completely ruins it because I don't care about this fucking story. <laughs> oh man, that that's a letdown. But at least the gameplay is fun, and uh, it's free on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, definitely worth picking up. Mm. It's a perfect uh, podcast yeah. game. 
Yeah. <laughs> Perfect podcast. Definitely. Um, <laughs> so any Brand other game you up. wanted to get into before we go into the main topic of the show? Uh, I, oh, I, I played the Project Octopath Traveler demo that's on Nintendo Switch right now. Mm. I know it came out like a couple months ago, but I never got around to playing it and I missed out and I, I didn't think this game, I mean, I've, I've been excited for this game and I guess maybe I, I was just trying to temper my expectations because sometimes Square Enix does some wacky things with their RPGs. Like, uh, I think what was the game? I am Setsuna. Mm. That game was, it was interesting and it was really great to, that they're trying to put out these smaller RPGs that, uh, sort of go back towards um, their roots with final the older Final Fantasy games as opposed to uh, Final Fantasy 13, which was a huge misstep, I think, in my opinion. Um, but I I think Final Fantasy 15 is fine. But um, they're trying to push Final Fantasy towards a more mainstream audience. But mm. they're I like that they're still catering to um, the hardcore, you know, RPG guys like me that that want to just have a turn-based fighting system that that is remotely interesting. But I Am Setsuna was, was to me, was, like, I literally put me to sleep. I was so, every time I played that game, I got tired, and I, I wanted to go to sleep. So, and, but maybe it was it was just sort of the tone of the game and the visuals of the game. This game has, has really cool visuals. Um, it's running on Unreal Engine 4, even though you wouldn't really guess it from the art style of the game mm. uh so that's that's a real i think that's a testament both to their their creative art style department uh the creative artists at square enix and also especially uh, specifically on this game and and also how scalable unreal engine 4 is so i think that's really cool uh that this game is running on the on such a powerful engine mm. um and I, ba I basically it's it's a cool game where a JRPG where you have there are going to be eight different characters and you pick one of them and they all have different different ways of interacting with the world, uh, which you was binded to the Y button on the Nintendo Switch and like uh, for in the demo there are two characters there's one called Oberon I think mm -hmm. and he's your standard RPG character where you just you're in the turn-based combat and you fight people and then you kick their ass and and you level up and you get healing items or whatever but then there was this other character called uh primrose i think yeah and she's a dancer and she can way um, more interesting the, character like that story she was like, really cool story was like really dark yeah that was i think that was crazy that they were mm. that they would put that in this game this is gonna be i think a game geared towards more mature and older people it's not like a um a kid's game so mm. apparently if by this character she was she's uh basically sold into bondage um after her her father who is the king of this this area that where she is uh gets slain by three people and she's watching uh in the dark sort of just hiding as a young girl and she notices that they all have these three um all three of them have the mark of a crow on them so she's set out to kill all three of them mm. and she's been uh sold into bondage essentially as a dancer in this uh shanty town 
and she's sort of being uh, verbally abused at least uh we don't really know how mm. what else what other themes how they're gonna represent it but uh basically she can interact in the world and she can dance uh for men i think specifically um in the game and allure them into her the tavern and to get different things out of them and i think it's going to be an interesting game yeah. so if it's a free demo if you have a nintendo switch go pick it up i if you haven't played it already yeah definitely check it out so yeah. let's get into the main topic of the show which is sea of thieves yeah um, sea of thieves yeah uh, so xbox exclusive yeah xbox and windows 10 exclusive yeah <laughs> so sea of thieves have been like it came out about a month ago at this point i think um yeah uh, yes, think three, it came out on yeah about three March. weeks or something like that yeah um and it, it like uh, a lot of people were excited about it like i think the first like that final I was excited beta about it <laughs> yeah um the final beta that they released like that was that like got viral almost like yeah, it was all over Twitch, and everyone got really excited Look about at it. Look this water—it's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, and what everyone was kind of a little bit disappointed about when it actually came out is that the beta was basically it. <laughs> there wasn't yeah, a lot that more is to it. The game, the game as it is now for sixty dollars or for ten dollars, um, if you have Xbox Game Pass, yeah. uh, is pretty bare bones. I think. Uh, in my opinion, at least, so yeah. You you create a character who's a pirate. You go on a ship. You don't you really even create a character. Ships. You just kind of go oh, yeah, through a wheel of random characters character. until you find one that you like. And I had to look through for a while before yeah, I found one that I liked. But but then again, it's a first person game, so you don't even see your character, yeah. anyways. But uh, yeah. But basically, what it what I think it boils down to this game the main flaw in it is there's no real player progression and you don't really feel like you're doing anything for any reason other than to just do it mm -hmm. uh, there are three different quest systems in the game that are all they're all different but the each quest they give you is pretty much the same quest as the quest you got before so mm. the the pirate hoarder the gold hoarder guy always gives you a quest to find some treasure and you have a map and they're pretty you just sail to different islands and dig up treasure x marks the spot mm. that's cool that should be in the game but wouldn't it be cool if i got something out of that treasure chest other than just gold i guess i don't know maybe i could find something in the treasure or opt to not give it to him and open it for myself that would mm. be a cool mechanic i don't know um but yeah, you level up your your reputation with these factions, and then you end up getting more quests that are slightly more complex. I'll admit, but uh, yeah. that's all I see. And then you can use what can you use your gold on? Maybe you could use it to upgrade your character, like uh, in some way you're stronger or have more stamina or whatever, or you can drink more grog. I don't know. Uh, that would be funny, but. Uh, but you can only buy cosmetic things, as far as I'm concerned. As far as I know, uh, you can buy things for your ship, which is cool. You can buy different eye patches or whatever, a peg leg, uh, different pirate uh, uh, cloak or whatever uh, jacket, and and then you can buy different weapons. 
I guess that's useful, but I, I don't think any of the weapons are any stronger or any better than the weapons you start with. I'm not mm. sure if that's true. Do you know? Yeah, I, know. Uh, I mean, they're all cosmetics. So what yeah, I think cosmetic. Uh, the problem with the game is, I don't think the problem is necessarily uh, progression. I think the problem is the fact that the game isn't fun. Um, that's the other thing <laughs> yeah uh or more specifically the core mechanics of the game that's fun but yeah the missions are like not fun at all like and even if like yeah they would be fun once yeah but they then are you get the once. same quest again and again and again kill the same skeletons mm. and the, the skeleton enemies island. are like not interesting they're not complex AI like they just walk towards to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they're just not interesting. And then you have the pirate, like uh, the skeleton, like pirate masters or whatever, and they just have more HP and like maybe a sword or whatever. Like they're not. I mean, I hear, I hear some of the skeletons are hard to beat once you get mm. to the higher levels of that faction. Yeah, but, but that is because they just have more health. They're not more difficult yeah. because they have new moves or whatever. Like, uh, I think they're like I think shadow some skeletons. Of them yeah, some of them you have to splash water on or mm. something. You have to weaken them somehow, and then you can do damage to them. I don't... But yeah, it's maybe. not that complex. Mm, yeah, exactly. And just the combat itself is not interesting, I think. Uh, it's alright, yeah. Yeah, like you just swipe your sword and you shoot. Uh, and I think a lot mm. of that comes down to the fact that it's a first-person game. I think it would be a lot... They would have the capability of making it a lot more interesting if it was third-person. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that would be... Then there, Then I would care about cosmetics. I don't care about cosmetics in a first-person game. I don't, yeah. I'm never going to see it. So why would I even strive to get that golden eye patch or whatever? I don't know. There's probably some golden eye patch, but... Mm. There's, I mean, just to show off to my friends that I have it, that's cool. But I'd like mm. to see it myself. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and because, yeah, like the core of the game, which is this kind of social experience, we just kind of jump in uh, with your friends and sail, this, mm -hmm. sail the seas, you know? Like, that's fun. Like, that's fun. Just yeah. like, and like the, um, like the very, um, like, uh, calm nature of sailing and then you go into some some storm and oh my god it's getting really really uh dangerous and all this stuff and maybe yeah. you like find something and it's yeah like all, all of those aspects are fun but like the fact that wind waker came out like over 10 years ago and was a better pirate <laughs> game than this like that says something <laughs> Yeah, it was, it's interesting, and and it's really not. This game is not fun to play alone. I know mm, that. Yeah, much. Uh, I I played this game alone for a little bit, and also, um, Avon, who's uh, on my, he's the co-creator of my YouTube channel, Hungover Gaming. Um, we did a couple let's plays or mm. one let's play of this game, and playing with him, this game gets exponentially better when you play yeah. with someone with your friends specifically you can i think there's matchmaking in the game so yeah if you really wanted to you could play with some randos but um i don't i that and that could end up being fun who knows mm. you can end up getting with a cool pirate literal pirate who knows <laughs> i don't know 
Uh, but but generally, people online I've found are either little children, which is fine. Little kids can play games, especially this one. It's aesthetically uh, not that violent or anything. Mm. But uh, I don't want to play with a twelve-year-old kid. Yeah. It's not what my preference. Um, and so I could end up playing with a twelve-year-old kid. And that wouldn't be that much fun for me. I don't know. We'd we'd end up arguing over some quests, and then I'd I'd try to blow up the ship or something. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like but what, yeah. So um, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, what you were saying, like this game is not fun to play alone, and not only is it not fun to play alone, it is unfair playing alone. Oh yeah, absolutely. You it's, can because you're all put on the same. Or you're put on a server with mm. people who are playing together. <laughs> Yeah, um, and everyone has this pirate mentality mm. where they need to kill you. Yeah, exactly. Just, they need to steal yeah. everything from you. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like every every other match uh, matchup of people that you're met up against, like it's literally just unfair. Two people, unfair. Three people, very yeah. unfair. Four people, <laughs> not even fun. Um. <laughs> Yeah, like, and also... It's fun for the four-person group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But also another problem... So Rare said a lot before uh, this game came out that uh, they were very particular about not having any achievements that encouraged you kill, to kill other pirates and not having mm -hmm. anything in the game that encouraged you to kill um, yeah other players. But I think the biggest problem is that there isn't anything discouraging you to kill other pirates right that's a good point um and there and they also said that they were they they luck uh not luckily but thankfully uh decided to not include the death penalty tax <laughs> which they were going to they had the idea to uh, take some of your gold away every time you died uh, mm. depending on how you died they would take more gold away uh, so and you die frequently in this game to uh, getting raided by other pirates. Yeah. It's if you, especially if you play alone. Um, I I know I spent uh, one of the first uh, couple days I played the game. I went in by myself. I, I wanted to see what the game was like by myself. So I I got a bunch of quests. You know I figured I'm gonna just go around and do all these quests before handing them in. So I completed all of the quests and I was ready to go back to the, the outpost mm. and then I saw the mess in the in the far away and, and they were coming towards me and lo and behold they jumped onto my ship with a, a barrel of gunpowder, blew it up, one of them killed themselves in order to kill me and then they just took all my, my loot and that was a waste. Literally, I couldn't have done anything to defend myself, mm. one, and two, I lost all of the progress I had made, I spent an hour completing all those quests because yeah. I didn't really understand the sailing mechanics. Yeah. I spent an hour and then I just stopped playing the game because I wasted an hour of my time because exactly. I died. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That so. is that is the problem. Like it's it's very easy to waste your time in the game. And yeah. Like the fact that like you waste your time and you don't come out of it saying like Okay, yeah, whatever. I still had fun. Like, no, you didn't have fun. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> That's the problem. You just feel like you wasted your time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, also, I don't understand. Like, why isn't why couldn't they do that? Uh, okay, like, uh, 
four-person groups are teamed up with four-person groups, and three-person groups are teamed up with three-person groups, and so on. That would be cool. That, that, that would have that would fix every problem, and they would also allow for even larger groups because I think were you part of? Um, uh, no, you weren't. But we were gonna do like a uh, a Sea of Thieves uh, let's play. Where oh, cool. yeah, uh, where we uh, basically we were gonna have like an eight-person ship, which is not possible oh, in man. the game. Um, <laughs> we, but you were gonna have a six-person ship and have two other people join you. No, you can't even have something. a six-person ship. You can only have a four-person ship. Oh. Um. <laughs> so yeah, like, and this was before that was confirmed, right? Like that was where okay. the idea came from. So yeah, like I wanted to have an eight-person uh ship where. We went with the like the proximity chat in the game How and all would you this even stuff. Edit that. That would take so much effort. Yeah, like eight people. That would be amazing. Yeah, and the, mo the most interesting part of it is that it would be permadeath. So right. when someone okay. died, they just have to leave the game. The like that would be so interesting and fun. But that would be an interesting video. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it's obviously would be extremely unfair to face up against any ship that has eight players on it but <laughs> if you matched every ship with eight players against other ships with eight players then it's suddenly fair like why yeah, is like and i'm pretty amazing. i am i would be almost like very sure that um there would be enough players to do it yeah, be especially because this game is is uh, pretty much ten dollars, or you could have it for free for mm. fourteen days if you haven't used Xbox Game Pass for. Yeah. It's a ten dollar buy in to play this game, which which for ten dollars, I think this game is worth playing. Yeah, personally, definitely. I don't think it's worth the sixty dollar price of a mission. Um, yeah. But because it's on Xbox Game Pass, you know, if you're interested in the game, I think give it your fair shake and maybe you'll have a fun time especially if you have friends to play with mm -hmm. but um if you're going in by yourself i honestly don't think you're gonna have that much fun yeah but yeah um yeah exactly like that's uh and yeah they also said like the the reason why they don't want to have uh any kind of um upgrades to your character is because it is because of the kind of shared world that they're doing like you would be unfairly matched against a new uh, player but, for instance but destiny already does that and it's totally fine yeah, but destiny <laughs> sucks. It, i mean destiny is not a great game but <laughs> but it works <laughs> i don't know it's not like uh it's the same exact idea and the point they just um yeah, I think right. the point is Whatever. with uh, that they really wanted to push with Sea of Thieves is that Sea of Thieves is this kind of very welcoming game where I can tell, I can just, uh, and especially now with Game Pass uh, and, uh, and even with the trial, like I could sell like a friend of mine that has never played uh, Sea of Thieves before and is not interested in playing like Hey, just just get the trial, download it, and we can play for a little bit. Like, and that's yeah. And I could have, I could be someone who've spent like sixty hours in the game, and he could have like not spent anything, and we can play together. Like, that's the kind of yeah. interesting. That's what is so. I suppose about that's that game. why there's no player, or that's why yeah, there's no player progression. I mm -hmm. suppose that that could be a reason why, um, but I. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, and like but the re right. I think the only reason why people are complaining about the 
the progression part of the game right now is because the game isn't fun so when the game itself isn't fun that's true you look towards the the rewards of the game and say like okay is there anything i can fight towards um that's a good point yeah and yeah if there is nothing to fight towards you look back at the gameplay and then you say okay this is boring i've wasted my time yeah <laughs> yeah i if i didn't have fun playing this game then there better be something at the end for me but there's not even any good loot come on <laughs> yeah uh, it's um, just gold <laughs> let's see and all yeah so the the progression that exists in the game like that is just not even interesting at all to begin with like uh and someone uh, actually became because the the goal of the, the game is to become legend. yeah a pirate legend and someone actually became a pirate legend and all you get is just, is a shanty and some really boring missions <laughs> Is that what I didn't actually look up what he got, but that's what he got? Yeah. That's pretty he spent like five hundred hours doing that or something. I don't remember exactly. I guess but... He probably hey, he probably made a lot of money because he's a Twitch streamer, so mm. um... he probably got some donations for it. So worth worth the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Um so yeah, like the missions you get, like yeah, they're just like longer missions more like he said like okay i got this like mission and uh basically the mission was okay go get these three treasure chests and it's like again yeah what and and no. uh, the thing is with sea of thieves is that you kind of restart the game every time you jump in in a way yeah that's that's how i felt i was i was confused yeah if if my ship mattered if my individual ship mattered mm. but it clearly it didn't yeah, uh, so it, you just, yeah, like, you, you have to time. complete all, th uh, like, the entire quest in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, and that means yep. spending, like, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> if you, well, if you picked up that many quests, mm. yes, then you have three but hours. But that was the thing, he picked up one quest and you had to get three chests. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, right. Yeah. So if you made any progress towards completing that quest, it's all mm. wiped if you if you haven't uh, completed it. Yeah, and okay. it's not like you can just pause, go do something else, and then come back. The, it's no, not, it, you can't it's pause online. Again. You can't <laughs> leave it. <laughs> I think I saw a meme on Reddit that uh, generations of of parents will finally um, understand that you can't pause an online game. Uh, nowadays which makes me happy <laughs> i know my mom never never understood that i was in the middle of a halo match and i was gonna get wrecked if i had to go eat dinner right now so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah i think um and it's such a such a shame because i i thought this game had a lot of potential and just everything you do in it is just not interesting like even with yeah. friends, yeah. <laughs> it's just not interesting. Like, unless everyone's in, it's sort of like Dungeons and Dragons. If if everyone's into the Dungeons and Dragons game, it's gonna be the greatest time you've ever had. Mm -hmm. But if no, if even just one person's not into it, it's not gonna be fun at all. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played Dungeons and Dragons, but it's it's all based off of how enthusiastic you go into it. Yeah, if you go in with your buddies every single time. And you're all drinking the grog, and maybe you're drinking some grog in real life. Who knows? Uh, you're gonna have a decent time, I'd say. Mm. 
uh, depending on how much you spent on the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I, th yeah. I think I played this with, uh, I played a little bit with um, uh, Stampy, who is also on Starwatch, yeah. um, and we it like yeah we were just kind of going around and i was just kind of following doing doing quests and like whatever and i thought it was like pretty like whatever like i didn't think it was really that fun <laughs> and then we uh kind of it's ran into a random player and uh his and it, this was day one and <clears throat> like uh all of his friends were disconnected uh because of server issues oh, and they weren't no. able to jump back in uh so so we were like hey join us and we'll just fucking do whatever so he oh he, you guys were actually nice to him yeah so we that's awesome yeah so he jumps onto our ship and i'm like i'm like dude stampy all right you see that big hurricane over there let's go straight towards it and we do Head straight to the eye of the storm <laughs> yeah exactly that's and awesome. we do and it's fucking awesome like first like we go towards cool. it and then like the the like the wheel waves is start getting yeah the wheel crazy. is like yeah the waves getting crazy the wheel like I need to hold it all the time and stuff <laughs> like that and then and yeah we're just kind of chilling just talking and like getting to know this person that we just met and all that cool. stuff and then so I'm at the wheel and then like all of a sudden it's like and just lightning strikes right in front of oh the ship right like That's into crazy. the the like the uh the hull of the ship <laughs> and everyone's like oh <laughs> shit like what's happening <laughs> and I'll, I'll yeah that yeah yeah it's because they're on the ship and i'm i'm the captain basically like just, i'm just like fix the <laughs> ship fix the ship you fix the ship <laughs> i'm jumping off <laughs> see <you later. laughs> so they just like go down and fix the ship and they would just keep heading into the storm and uh, yeah, we oh and all and like they fixed the ship and they haul the water out of the hole and all this stuff and yeah, like that was the most fun part that I had with the game and that was something yeah. that we created ourselves. But you can't base a game entirely on player uh, motivated um, goals. Player you need discovery, to yeah, encourage yeah. the player to create their own goals. But the game right. never encourages you to do that. Absolutely right. As you said, that's where the game shines. Um, when you get in situations like that, or you run into the crack, the kraken, 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 um, and and you know you have a ship of. It's a social game. Mm. It's it's designed that way. But as you also say, it's it's not designed to. It's not pushing you in that direction in any way, shape, or form. And honestly, it doesn't even push you towards these quests. Because uh, it, it doesn't even have a tutorial at all. It yeah, I like I had no idea game. how to even uh, do a quest. Like yeah, the game that was a little confusing. Like I, I am very much for games that um, don't have long tutorials, but there, like you can't have a game with no tutorial. Like if you look at um, Mar like a Mario game, for instance. Yeah. They teach you things through gameplay. They don't teach you things through text on screen. Uh, I mean, sometimes right. like Odyssey has controls for every like transfer for every like capture uh, target that you can have and all that stuff. But like the game, if you look at the first Super Mario Bros, for instance, like that game teaches yeah. you entirely through gameplay. There is no text on screen, and Sea of Thieves doesn't teach you anything through gameplay, and it doesn't teach you anything through text boxes or anything like that. Yeah, you could have ended up, you know, playing your first time. You 
somehow found your ship, I don't know how, and then you jumped on it, you started sailing, you, you don't even know where you're going, and then you get killed by someone, and then you have to do it again. Mm. So it's just really a confusing uh, direction that they took the game in. I don't necessarily think it's like the worst game ever to come out, um, mm. but I certainly don't like it that much. At least not yet. Um, I hear they're they're going to be updating the game soon, adding some new content. Hopefully it's free, because I definitely would not buy yeah. an expansion pack for this game. So speaking of but... that, um, segue. Um, yeah, so they did announce <laughs> like content updates they're doing, and I read through this, like I kind of skimmed through it, and I'm like, this doesn't really sound that interesting to me. Yeah, and there is it's... something known as the Hungering Deep. Uh, they will introduce mm. new AI threats that requires crews to, quote, work together to discover and defeat, quote. If they, if they added maybe some enemy pirate ships that could teach you how to do sea combat, that mm. would, which is really entertaining. The sea combat in the game is actually some of the best parts of the game even though I just complained about getting attacked by an enemy ship, mm. I think it's pretty cool to aim the cannon to to try to tell the guy who's on the rudder to aim the ship towards the, sh the other enemy ship, and then you have to load up the cannon, and you have to aim the cannon and account for trajectory. I think that's really some pretty cool stuff that they have in there. You have to control the sails, so it's a yeah. it's a, like a four man the, job, obviously. Yeah, exactly. The problem isn't the combat itself. The problem is that you're yeah. on very often unfairly matched up in the combats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look. I understand the mentality of that because we're all it's a pirate game. So mm. I mean, everyone's out there for their for their own tail. They're out there to get their own booty, but. It it's so strange that they're also trying to make it a fl a friendly game mm. as well, which is sort of conflicting in my opinion. But but yeah, this new update I don't I haven't read uh, exactly the, all the details, but it doesn't seem like very substantial. Um, so I I don't think it'll be I don't think I don't know if it says in this article if there's a price tag to it. No, um, I but think that it's really free. does matter. It's so yeah, yeah if it's free then free. that's great okay so that's cool mm. um i can get behind that and maybe i'll jump back into the game when they drop it then uh yeah we'll see so apparently they're also considering uh a specific three-man ship um oh cool and That'd also cool. like there the at least the article notes that or maybe it wasn't this art maybe it was another article i don't know anyway about this topic anyway uh that a lot of fans are requesting six and eight man ships. Yeah, that would also be awesome. Holy yeah. crap. Um, yeah, that would be pretty cool. But yeah, like, I think, uh, yeah, I was gonna, I, I don't know if I made this uh, point or not, but basically, uh, you can make a social game and you can make a game that focuses on the player interaction and all this stuff, mm -hmm. but a social game isn't an excuse to make a bare bones game. Right. A game that uh, doesn't have they, anything in it. Yeah, maybe this game was... Uh, maybe Microsoft really was pushing them to release this game uh, in March. and Because, I mean, let's be honest, Microsoft doesn't have that many exclusives mm. coming out nowadays. Um, so maybe they really wanted to have a game come out in March so they, can, they could sort of 
garner all the the social media attention towards them um while they prepare i guess crackdown 3 i don't know what the next microsoft game is but uh yeah so i i think maybe they they got rushed or i don't understand that much about game development uh being that i'm not a game developer mm. so I, I don't know maybe they had to restart development at some point and so maybe this game uh did not get as much time as it needed uh to in development or maybe this is really what what rare thought would be an amazing game i don't know mm. you're right yeah, like the game was in development for four years and right exactly like you said it's in like earlier it, from what I remember, at least, like the water looks as looked as good when they announced it as it does now. So <laughs> it they obviously like the joke is that they worked on the water for four years. It's but, it's an amazing look. Those waves look really good. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Lie. Yeah, definitely. But it's clear that like they had the water done. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's procedurally mm. generated. Did you know that? <laughs> The water. Why would you make? Why? Would, yeah, the water yeah, is course. not, and so is actually where your uh, treasure is when you pick up a, mm -hmm. a quest. Those are all procedurally generated as well. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the next, uh, the next news story here, which is mm -hmm. that God of War gets near universal, uh, uh, ten out of ten praise. Yeah masterpiece yeah so i'm looking at the so full hype. list of critic reviews here on metacritic and yeah uh yeah like you have to scroll pretty far until you see the first 99 <laughs> right it's <laughs> uh it's kind they're of crazy. all perfect scores um for example let's read this uh, little um blurb here from from we got IGN here. I expect a great action right, from God of War, and it delivered that handily. But I didn't expect it to be a thrilling journey in which every aspect of it complements the others to form oh. what is nothing short of a masterpiece. It's a game which Kratos, uh, in a previously one-note character, becomes a complex father, warrior, and monster, uh, and battled both on the field and within his own heart about how he treats the son. One of the one, uh, one in which the world opens up and shifts, uh, offering rewards in both gameplay and knowledge of its lore, and I treasured uh, with each accomplishment. Uh, yeah, damn. that That is a statement. Yeah. I cannot wait. <laughs> this game looks so effing good. Yeah, and on Metacritic oh. here, like you have the... the uh, the score distribution between positive and mixed and negative and there's literally no mixed and literally no negative scores yeah right it's all everything's positive about this game um it seems like they've they've decided to take a much more mature route towards the god of war franchise they really want it to be something that you revere in the in the light of maybe the last of us or something of that um elk i guess mm -hmm. and i think that's sort of how sony is pushing all of their their main franchises such as uncharted and of course the last of us and and now they have horizon zero dawn they want to have this sort of mature audience as as video gamers grew up in the 90s and 80s and now they're all adults so they want to see um where games are going and and i think this is a prime example of of uh where games are going i think this is really awesome I cannot wait for this game. Mm -hmm. mm. It's like got this this really cool combat system that is 
super gamey and 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 it's like a, it's still a video game this yeah. which is really awesome it's not a mature gritty movie yet mm. but uh and not that it needs to be but it also has this apparently this really uh moving story uh where the the sort of father son mechanic is played out the entire way and you don't really get to like you're not cringing at the interactions between the two characters they're not forced it's it's really well acted so i think video game developers and have and studios have decided to up their production value a lot when it comes to voice acting and motion capture and things like that yeah very excited so this is the lowest uh, review so far and i'm gonna read like the blurb from that um the lowest review so far on Metacritic is an 80 <laughs> uh, from, oh, <no. laughs> from Twinfinite. And they say, uh, despite all my complaints about Atreus, review. Uh, about Atreus mm-hmm. and the game's imperfections, uh, this is uh, still an, an easy game to recommend to anyone with a PS4. God of War marks the glorious and bloody return of everyone's favorite Spartan. And with yeah. the new dive into Norse mythology, there's still plenty of adventures to look forward to as the series evolves man oh man they just keep coming out with these i i you know it ever since i think to that uh, 2016 just the year of gaming has just never stopped i thought 2016 was a good year for gaming but then 2017 happened and we got horizon zero dawn legend of zelda breath of the wild mario odyssey and then now we've got 2018 where we've got god of war hopefully smash bros and uh and red dead redemption and then a bunch of uh, we got spider-man coming out we, we had monster hunter early in the year mm. this is it's getting out of control i i don't know if if you have the same problem as i do but i gotta play all these games i really want to play them all oh i can't it's it that i can't like even the most negative review in terms of score mm. is still a glowingly positive review yeah it's insane. It's very exciting. Um, so overall, well, so first of all, uh, God of War is the highest rated game of 2018 so far. Yes. Um, but in terms of uh, its overall of all time rating, it is currently at number 57. Oh, what was... Is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time number one? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Isn't It's always number one. Ocarina of Time is... that good of a game? Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Did, I love that game. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I think, uh, regardless of what, what you feel about Ocarina of Time, it is the o- most overrated game of all time. Like, I don't yeah. think you can dispute <laughs> that. Um, but it was a good game during the time period it came out. Yeah. Uh, like, so. yeah, I think the game is good. I don't think it is the masterpiece that people say it is, but... Um, and... Okay, okay, what the f- How is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 number two on this list? That game's so sick, though. No, uh, no. that is very interesting. That game came out when? 1998 or... 2000. Something like that, or 2000? Oh, I was close. Mm. Yeah, so maybe it was the mentality of, of uh, video game reviewers back then, um, and it wasn't... And video games in general back then mm. were not uh, so mature as they are now, as I say, I guess. Um, and so a game like that could easily, I guess, it was also actually a really fun game. I did like that game. Uh, I don't, there had, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 sucked a lot, but uh, mm. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 was pretty good in the time period. So 
I I I didn't think I didn't think it would be number two on this list. That's pretty interesting. Actually, but, if you look at yeah. uh, user scores too, which are also listed, uh, like in let's say like yeah, in the top ten, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two has the lowest user score. Oh, <laughs> so I think that kind of tells a little bit about how the game has aged. Um, right. No, I I can't say it's it's probably not that great of a game now, but. It was very fun when I was 10 years old, or however old I was then. Yeah, a number yeah. 57 is a very good spot um, for God of War. Yeah, overall. that's impressive. Uh, I mean, considering there's a lot of old 57th games 57th best game ever. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, all right, so, I mean, uh, yeah, um, yeah. You, you've said multiple times you're excited to play this game, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you pre-ordered it or are you waiting yeah uh sony can just have my wallet now <laughs> it's fine yeah they have my money yeah, yeah i pre-ordered like uh, i i only pre-ordered after i've seen reviews or if i'm definitely oh, gonna course, play the yeah. game but yeah uh yeah i pre-ordered and it on i'm always glad store or to get it pre-loaded yeah, I'm glad. absolutely yeah i i'm gonna can you pre-order can you sorry pre-load it yet uh it know. said that it will next week it will start probably. automatically pre-loading on the 18th okay i like that's something that uh and realistically doesn't matter that much mm. but it makes me excited yeah <laughs> i mean it's yeah. great because you can actually then you'll be able to play, play the at game midnight at, uh, yeah like midnight when it actually is unlocked you know Usually I can't play it at midnight because I have to wake up for work in the morning, but <laughs> but I think I might make an exception for this one. Yeah, but even if like even if you like if you happen to have a very bad internet connection, like download this will probably be a sixty That's gigabyte true. game or something like that. Oh my god! Uh, like you might not be even be able to download a sixty gigabyte game. <laughs> in one day, I have day. to clear some space in <laughs> on my PS4 probably to delete some games <laughs> i actually have a, i i did um, place a, a two terabyte hard drive in my launch ps4 oh, nice. so i have yeah, i just have a one terabyte nice i should probably upgrade now i just have a one terabyte hard drive mm. um all right so let's get into the last news story that we have here and that is the inside xbox episode two um yeah. which like i i'm not like the biggest xbox fan neither am i um, but i i love halo i can tell you that much i really like halo <laughs> uh but yeah let's let's i think the biggest uh announcement that they had uh during this um inside xbox thing i didn't watch it myself i'm just kind of reading the recap on yeah on right. xbox uh, wire um so yeah they announced uh their act their Look, backwards it's not a nintendo direct let's be honest yeah. but yeah yeah like we can compare it to nintendo directs later but yeah <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so they announced a lot of uh nice uh backwards compatibility here so first yeah, of all there's a bunch stuff. of new uh like uh original xbox games coming to xbox one backwards compatibility mm -hmm. blinks to time sweeper Breakdown, Conquer Live <laughs> and Reloaded, which I'm kind of excited about. I've always wanted to play yeah, that version of Conquer. Um, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. That's a big one, I think, for a lot of people. Hunter, The Reckoning, Jade Empire, Panzer Dragoon, Orta, and SSX 3. Those are coming okay, on cool. the 17th, which is on Tuesday. And then there are more games coming out on the 26th. 
which is destroy all humans, full spectrum warrior, mercenaries, playground of destruction, MX un unleashed, Panzer Elite, Fields of Glory, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original ones, um, mm -hmm. Star Wars Jedi Jedi Academy, Star Wars Jedi Starfighter, Star Wars Knight of, of the Old Republic 2, and Star Wars Republic Commando. All upscaled to 4K with Xbox One X, right? I, uh, I think so. No. Not exactly. I don't <laughs> think... I think they run 1080p. Okay, that's pretty impressive. I'm not sure own, about right? that, though. But Those games were mm. mostly standard definition, or all of them were, right? Mm. Or slightly better, maybe? They also announced six uh xbox 360 games that are getting xbox one x enhancements which this is when you actually like they um they uh let's see they um they increased the the, the resolution to 4k okay they um they um increased the anisotropic filtering to 16 times which is kind of how textures are displayed on screen Yes. At yeah. oblique angles, uh, which is good. And then they also force V-Sync, which makes sure that Ooh, they, that's big. Uh, there's no screen tearing. And yeah, if any of the games have any kind of uh, frame rate dips in the original version, that will be completely mm -hmm. like um, uh, ironed out. And if any game had an, had a dynamic resolution it's um, more likely that the game will reach its full dynamic resolution at all times. Okay, that's that is very cool. Yeah. Um, this, these are the, the small things that are really, that Xbox and, and Microsoft are, are really setting in place now that are gonna just win people over slowly, I think, honestly. Yeah. Like when you, when you just have a whole Xbox 360 collection, you finally decided to get your fancy new Xbox One X, and you can just pop in the game to your Xbox and have no problem and just play it. That's mm. that's an awesome feature. And not to mention, the game will look exactly how you remember it looking, mm. as just opposed to better. how it actually looks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, the the games that actually get this Xbox One X enhancements this time is uh, are uh, Sonic Generations, and this is also the first time Sonic Generations oh is hitting. Uh, Xbox 360 backwards compatibility. Gotta go fast. Yeah, man. gotta go fast. That Sonic guy. Modern That's and classic. Cool. <laughs> um, and also the original Darksiders. Um, okay. Gears of War 2, Portal 2, Red Dead Redemption, and Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Okay. That's. Look. This it's all good for people who want to play these games. <laughs> I don't necessarily. I mean, these are all pretty decent games. They're two really amazing games, like Red Dead Redemption. But I mean, I'm not going to go back and play them. <laughs> yeah, like uh, honestly, I'm not. Yeah, I can't. The only I can't one afford I the time. would consider playing is probably Star Wars: Force Unleashed and the Red Dead Redemption because I've never finished Red Dead Redemption. So yeah i i want to actually get that and beat it before um red dead 2 mm. that would be exciting should probably do that yeah 
Um, let's see, they also announced um, this content thing for Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands that features uh, Sam Fisher from uh, Splinter mm. Cell. Splinter Cell. And yeah. they specifically had this very like kind of sad call back to Metal Gear Solid in the game in that they revealed and basically like it's the introduction of Sam Fisher right and he okay he kind of makes a reference to oh yeah there was this other guy he wore a bandana or something and then the other character <laughs> said yeah i heard he retired and Sam Fisher gets kind of sad and he's like so it's just me no <laughs> yeah that's so sad. So they, yeah, and that's obviously that's, that's like pretty a, cool. I didn't know they added that in there. Yeah, that's obviously like a reference to the fact that Tom, uh, like Metal uh, Gear. yeah, yeah, uh, Gear ha- losing done. Kojima and Splinter Cell being basically the only pure stealth franchise left. Yeah, it actually is surprisingly because mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed is not only stealth based. In fact, I don't know how good the stealth is in that game, but it's clearly not an only stealth game, so it doesn't really matter. Mm. But. So they also showed um, a trailer for Overkill's The Walking Dead, which yeah, cool. uh, Overkill is the developer of uh, Payday and Payday 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, like, yeah, this game has this game was announced like years ago. Is it like so long ago this game was announced? Uh, like okay, and and it's kind of coming out at a bad time because Walking Dead is kind of dying at this point. It is a very underwhelming series right now. <laughs> um, but yeah. the thing is, like, yeah, they showed this like this character trailer of some character named Maya, and I'm like, dude, we don't even know what this game is yet. <laughs> Like, why are you showing yeah, us characters yeah. with, like, CG cutscenes? Like, dude, show <laughs> us the fucking game. That would be interesting. Is Did they say a, a release date yet? Or uh, it says window? fall 2018. Okay, so, well, you'll find out soon enough, right? <laughs> but, but that's true. There was no uh, gameplay... Right, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, no gameplay, and so, I don't think no substantial gameplay. Yeah, and I don't think there's been any gameplay released at all for the game. At least I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, how you release, how you the the build up towards release really matters now uh, towards the game because I mean, back in the day, you could say back in like 2000 or whatever, you could release a game uh with very minimal pr and it would still probably as long as it was a a franchise that uh, people knew it would probably do pretty well Mm. but uh for the walking dead um it is a franchise that people know very well but if you don't if you don't advertise it correctly why would someone spend the time and money by getting this game when they could just go play god of war for instance when there's so many other different games so making making a niche for yourself and and advertising yourself uh correctly uh, towards the correct audience is really really important uh in 2018 i think mm. uh they also detailed the spring update for xbox one where uh it's some some cool things in here like they'll actually be able to have so i i assume this is for oh, yeah. the um the spring update yeah, so I assume this is for like the UI. It has a 1440p support, so 
like the UI cool. will have uh, being a higher resolution if you have nice. support for that. Uh, FreeSync, which is actually pretty cool. If you know, FreeSync is sweet. Yeah, um, yeah. obviously FreeSync is kind of unnecessary right now, considering no TVs support FreeSync. Uh, but yeah, if you play <laughs> your Xbox One X with a PC monitor, then sure. Yeah. Um, and share to Twitter. Some How did do. this come now? <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting feature yeah. that is not apparently I had no idea was not part of my Xbox One. <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks a lot, Microsoft. Um, and then here's another interesting one: share controller on Mixer, which is I assume yeah same as kind of share play on uh, on PS4, except not as cool. Well, well, it is it is the same feature, but you have to don't you have to be streaming the game in order to do that yeah i guess that's technically what you do on ps4 yeah you're not streaming it to like the mass audience of i assume you can people on mixer i assume you can do a private stream on mixer okay if you can do private streams then i think this would be a pretty cool feature that rivals the ps4 yeah i'm not sure if that's the case but i assume that is the case Um, but these things require pretty decent internet connection on both ends so uh it is it is a investment in terms of internet mm. so yeah you're you're gonna see latency yeah. but it's it's a really cool feature to begin with so yeah i actually I, I applaud them for that uh i did play it was my friend uh he got a mirror's edge catalyst which was like cool m- massively on sale <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so he bought it and uh uh, he was like stuck at a section, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, let me play on SharePlay uh, because I, nice. uh, yeah, we tried it once back in the day on Little Big Planet playing uh, co-op in Little Big Planet." Okay. Well, so yeah, we tried it again, and like, yeah, there was some delay to it, but it works. Like, it just it, it works. No, it's, it's really it's really works. cool. And I I I really want the Switch to have this capability because the Switch has so many mm, yeah. uh, local co-op games. That you would be able to play yeah. online with people. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that would be very exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, we also use this feature sometimes. Uh, well, specifically the the screen, share screen. Because mm-hmm. um, that, like, if we're doing a single player game for a Let's Play, we don't live in the same place. So uh, it's really useful for that uh, because we can both react for the same time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Also, if you're not uh, aware, Mixer, Mixer has like a zero uh, latency um, stream mode. thing, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, and I, I even like I've I've used Mixer myself, and it's it's really impressive, actually. Like, um, the huh. the capture card that I have is actually like it has like a one second delay or whatever. So uh, okay. I I recorded like a video and sent to my friends with the game actually running like on one of yeah. my monitors and then i had two windows like on the second monitor where one is the direct feed coming from the uh, the capture card in obs which has the delay yeah. on it so you can see the delay between the actual game and the obs and then the game being streamed to mixer and the delay between mixer and obs was shorter than the delay between obs and the game itself what that's very confusing you've you've <laughs> you've time traveled that's impossible yeah, that is no <laughs> in like that's really cool. the delay is 
insane how how low oh my God. it's crazy but how what's what's the sort of audience in on mixer is it is it just as large as i mean i assume it's not nearly as large as twitch yeah no it's but, it's non-existent but <laughs> like it's I, non-existent i haven't been there in a while but like when i was there like the biggest streams would have like a thousand people maybe but maybe that's good for smaller streamers. Yeah, like it's like, really good for small streamers because so, people on Mixer are almost like desperate for people to for watch. Streams. So they just kind okay. of jump into random okay. streams. Shit, I gotta think about that then. I might try streaming to Mixer. <laughs> yeah, hmm. and it's like, and yeah, the, like the zero latency, like you actually have to download their specific version cool. of OBS. Um, oh, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, like the settings actually like transfer between the different versions of OBS, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if I don't have to change, if I don't have to remake all my scenes, then I might do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. Yeah, like it's really good for audience interaction and stuff like that too. So. Yeah. Cool. Right. You can share the controller apparently, which is pretty cool. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, Nintendo Directs before we went into this, and something oh, yeah. that I wanted to note is that, yeah. So. This Xbox, this like inside Xbox thing is, let's see, when did he actually start? Like, yeah, it's 90 minutes long. Mm-hmm. That's a long and time. <laughs> oh, man. How, and this is all that came out of it? Yeah, the announcement that they had were, were like the, uh, here they like the backwards, uh, Xbox backward compatibility games, which I'm sure was like uh, revealed in packs, basically. It wasn't like game by game. Yeah. Uh, and then this announcement of Xbox Fan Fest at E3 2018, okay. Ghost Recon, <laughs> an interview with P the creator of PUBG. Okay, I guess the interview could take a while. Mm, yeah. Robocraft Infinity. I have no idea what that is. I the don't Xbox Spring know. Update <laughs> and Overkills The Walking Dead. That was 90 hours. Uh, uh, 90 minutes. 90 minutes. And <laughs> Not 90 hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a Nintendo like Direct. Hours, probably. <laughs> a Nintendo Direct can be like 20 minutes Ten. and have like 30 announcements. I know. That how, how do you spend so much time? It must have been an hour long interview with PUBG. No, it's director, they have interviews developer. with like every single uh, subject on the list here. Yeah. So it's just oh, a bunch oh, of see. interviews all the time. Okay. Well, Hey, I mean, it's it's cool that they're doing this. I think this is it's a, a, the ability to for them to control their messaging mm. and also sort of give you an insight on game development. Apparently, from PUBG. I mean, I haven't watched this, so mm. I don't know. My problem but with development uh, from PUBG. That's pretty cool. But. Yeah, uh, my problem with um, interviews, like when it comes to like interviews before a game is actually officially released. Yeah, like they, PUBG. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or games that are in development like PUBG. Yeah. Um, <laughs> twenty year development cycle. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. He wants to. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, basically, like you can't ask real questions. They can't right, answer real true. questions because anything that is remotely negative will impact sales of the game. So in, in mm -hmm. any kind of like, and that was like before when like years ago, when I started used to watch IGN a little bit more, like I would like religiously watch their, their like E3 stream where they interview yeah. uh, developers and all that. But after a point, you just realized like they're not actually saying anything. 
It's true. Like, what is... They're just describing the game as yeah. it is now, essentially, which is... And maybe you okay, got, like, a little, little, inf- like, a little piece of information. But that's, like... Yeah. Like, not really interesting. So, I'm... Um, uh, yeah, like, any interview it's that true. is You're right. before release and all this stuff, it's just not really that uh, interesting. But it can't... Because they can't say anything. The most interesting interviews are like the post-mortems and like the like the presentations yeah, like and all this kind after. of funny we'll get a yeah exactly kind of funny we'll get a a game developer on there and and ask some interesting questions about the the path towards creating the game where they came up with the idea for the game mm. that's the sort of interesting things that i would like to hear personally yeah. and i think they're gonna get a developer for a game that actually failed uh, soon on Gamescast. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, I don't know if you listen. If you listen to one oh of yeah, their, I, I listen I don't to know, all of their stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then you know. Uh, so then you probably heard at least. And I don't know. Whatever. That's, um, that's their podcast, yeah. not this podcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, so let's get into the final topic here of the show. We're gonna talk about Super Smash Bros. for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, this game is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. What um, what uh, what characters do you want to see? Let, name uh, three characters uh, that you want to see that haven't already been announced. Uh, well, I'm assuming I'm only assuming Bayonetta is going to be in this game in some way, yeah, let's, shape, or let's, form because let's she's assume a... that every character is returning from Wii U. I don't. I don't think every character. But I don't know if Cloud will return. For being for more instance, interesting, but... because yeah, okay, with new characters. New characters. Yeah. Let's say. Uh, I think there could be an Arms. I guess Ribbon Girl. What's her name? I think she'll. The two main characters in Arms will probably be in this game. Um, or I'm. I would be excited if they were in this game. I would love if Snake returned, made a triumphant return. Um, but I doubt Konami would ever let that happen. I um, actually don't think Konami is the problem. I think Sakurai is the problem because Sakurai is friends Sakurai. with Kojima. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Okay, so then, and that's probably why Snake was in the game to begin, uh, yeah. brawl to begin with. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I could see. Let's see. Were there any? <laughs> it would be really funny if they they put Captain Toad in the game and he couldn't mm. jump. Yeah, that but... would be interesting. <laughs> Uh, maybe he he'll probably be an assist trophy, I think. Um, and I I think they could put a a new Donkey Kong character into the game. So we already have Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong, mm. but I could see the the what's his name crazy uh the Kong, Kong. that they're putting in Funky Kong. I could see Funky Kong in the game, mm. or or it would be I think it would be more interesting if they put Dixie Kong in the game for some more female representation in super smash brothers yeah i would um, like to see cool. dixie and cranky i think cranky could and be cranky. a very interesting character he, i think he, he would be also great. be the oldest character with his stick in <laughs> smash bros in super smash brothers that would be awesome um i don't think we'll see i i hope we don't see any more kirby characters i think the the kirby characters in the game are are fairly well repre- are are fairly good representation of mm. the Kirby franchise. I mean, you have to think of of characters that will represent a franchise as well. Um, I think there were there were rumblings of um, I don't know if you ever played the game Golden Sun for the Game Boy Advance. 
No. Uh, but it's I'm it's aware of it, but I RPG. It. It's an RPG made by Camelot who makes who is making the Mario Tennis mm. Aces game. Um but and actually if you listen to the music in Mario Tennis Aces, you can hear a lot of the same themes um mm. and and things from Golden Sun. Or maybe it's it's vice versa, I don't know, but they have a similar music if you listen close enough. Mm. But I think we could see we could see I would be super excited if they put the main character Isaac um from that game. Uh it was rumored that he was gonna be in Brawl, I think, but it, or yeah, but that obviously never happened. <laughs> but he's an assist I, trophy. I, right? I, he's a cool character. Huh? He's an assist oh, trophy. Oh yeah, right? he is he's yeah. an assist trophy. Never mind. I forgot about yeah, I don't really use items in the game, yeah, so I, I don't forget about either. these things, but uh, but it it is always fun to have uh, Max Pokeball, Max Bomb Bomb uh, battle every now and then. Mm. It's pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah, in in terms of characters, I I really I would like to see more Donkey Kong representation. I like that series a lot. Yeah. And maybe, maybe just maybe we can get Solaire from Dark Souls in there. That would be. Uh, we're amazing. not gonna see anything from Dark Souls. I don't think. I don't know. They're they're good pals with Bandai Namco nowadays, <laughs> and uh, oh, that would be so cool. So um, and they're making the amiibo. <laughs> Come on. Come on, <laughs> just give me the. Let me praise the sun. Um. So, uh, yeah. Uh, just shortly on on the Isaac. Uh, are you are you aware of uh, Smash Fight? Yeah, 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 they did uh, Isaac back in the day. I know. I, I I didn't get to play that game, but I I heard about it. It's it's a pretty cool game, but it's just not Smash Bros. No, I mean Smash Fight. It's a YouTube channel. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you, okay, sure, yeah. Oh, they, they, they uh, made a video about yeah. it. I'm sorry. Are they like okay, cool. drew Isaac in the Smash Bros. Oh, style. they drew. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, sorry, you said something else. <laughs> Did you mean brawl out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought. Okay, yeah, sure. Um. Uh, uh, yeah. So on Donkey Kong, I love, I love Donkey Kong, too. Uh, I think. Yes, he's a great character <laughs> one of the things that i hate about donkey kong in smash bros is that he is in the donkey kong yeah he's just like he's just a generic really heavy gorilla. character yeah he's a heavy character and that's it <laughs> and li like um in if you look at donkey kong in like um the newton donkey kong country like returns and tropical freeze and like his personality and like the mario games that he's appeared in like he has this like a very goofy personality and oh uh, yeah absolutely that just doesn't exist in smash bros like he's just this like he's just a monkey and cool yeah that is he's not he's not funky kong all right he's not a cool <laughs> monkey but yeah um, just a monkey <laughs> yeah and yeah i i would like to see them just redesign uh donkey kong from the ground up because diddy kong has his personality in smash bros right but yes that's true and he's one of the best he was one of the best characters before they patched mm. something um uh, so yeah. i would like to see them uh update donkey kong and specifically also because i don't think his moveset is pretty cool either i think they should and completely... he's he's yeah no one uses donkey kong mm. or not that often anyways if if you watch any of the tournaments um uh, for Smash Bros. for Wii U, I guess specifically we can talk about you'll you'll see Bayonetta and and characters like that 
uh, on the top eight, but you'll never, you generally won't see too many Donkey Kongs up there. So mm. he's he's generally sort of been a mid tier to low tier character yeah. uh, for the entirety of the Smash series. So I would really like to see them take his yeah. move set from um, Tropical Freeze, like the new Country games, where yeah, like he has his roll and uh, well, he has the yeah. uh, the ground pound in in Smash already, but so you can keep that. That's a cool. I like that move, but yeah. it's not that good. It's all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of just take his appearance in Tropical Freeze, copy paste, and put it in Smash Bros. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hey, they might do it. I think though they're gonna update some character models. I think. Mm. I think generally, if we look at, I mean, we'll find out probably at E three, and literally everything we say will probably be irrelevant <laughs> yeah. let's be honest it's nintendo but yeah. uh i mean i think they're gonna take a lot of the assets from smash bros for wii u considering how much time they've had to mm. develop this game but i think they're gonna update a lot of the character models for instance donkey kong is gonna look different i think and i i i'm excited to see he's he's always definitely been one of my favorite characters that nintendo has ever created um and i or has the rights to i don't know yeah i guess they created mm. him but uh and i think he has the potential like you say to be a much more interesting character I, i'm very excited so yeah. uh another thing on donkey kong um do you okay if i asked you that there if i told you that there is one western character in the in the entire oh. smash bros in uh, <laughs> series who do you think that is uh, a new character no, or there is or the, uh, there's only ever been in smash bros history there's only oh. ever been one western character who is it a playable character yeah a playable character uh westerns i don't know you gotta tell me he is yeah it's a he he is okay. in smash bros for wii u okay this is surprising to me <laughs> i don't know it's diddy kong i don't know you got to diddy kong's a western yeah He's the Western character. Because he shoots his... No, I peanuts? mean Western character because of he was created oh, by Western... a Western studio. Oh, oh okay. He was created I, was, by Rare. I was thinking like Red Dead Redemption. Oh, no. Oh, okay. No. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, he is the only character created by a Western studio in Smash Bros. Ooh. history. That is a fun fact. That also tells you... trivia fact. Yeah, that also tells you a lot about the fact that Skyrim dude is not going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well we don't need skyrim dude just as link mm. we need yeah that's true uh so that's a and he was only brought into the game probably because of his relationship to donkey kong yeah, exactly. and they needed more donkey kong representation in the game yeah so that's that's a really good point that is so true all of the characters are this is a completely japanese game yes apparently so uh i never thought of it like that i guess uh, I just always assumed that Nintendo characters were already Japanese to begin with, so I never mm -hmm. thought of it. That's interesting. And what and is I? Well, yeah. I think I have my. I, I mean, I know I've said that on podcasts before, but yeah. Um, something that's very interesting about Smash Bros. is that Sakurai has an insane level of creative independence on yes, Smash Bros. They. Like, the only yeah, reason why exciting. you have uh, three Kirby char characters, you have a bunch of Fire Emblem characters, you have 
two <laughs> Kid Icarus characters. This is because he likes those characters and he created yeah, right. he created Kirby. He is the one who right, resurrected exactly. Kid Icarus. Uh he loves <laughs> Fire Emblem. That's why you have like six Fire Emblem characters in the game. Yeah, I know. Look, I think that we could probably, I mean, we could probably do without some of the Fire Emblem characters, let's all be <laughs> honest here. Uh, I like I like Marth and Roy. I, I actually specifically like Roy a lot in Smash for Wii U. I think that was a really cool uh, rework of his move of his move list mm. and and his weight in terms of his physicality in the game. I think and they made him a super powerful character. So that's the type of rework that I would like to see for someone uh, like Link or Mario. Mm. I think uh, the difference between Roy in Super Smash Bros. Melee and Smash Bros. for Wii U, uh, Roy sucked in Smash Bros. for Melee, for Melee, uh, Smash Bros. Melee, but uh, he's pretty decent in Smash Bros. for Wii U. So I think it would be pretty cool if Link and Mario, some mainstays in the franchise, got a little mix-up. Mm. And I think it's coming. I think we can... Say. Yeah, I Probably I coming. also think Ike is very cool. Like, uh, and I, I yeah, especially Ike is think cool. he's I, like him. I especially think he's cool in Wii U. Like, he got he got ripped the shit in Wii U. Yeah, he's really he's a really tanky character, and mm. his all his moves are so powerful. Yeah, so cool. I also think I also think Robin is a cool character. Uh, it's a Fire Emblem character yeah. that doesn't use a sword. I know. We just <laughs> mentioned all the Robin, all the characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, doesn't he have a sword? Or yeah. he could be a girl as well. Yeah, it, it he does. Has the but it's not. Sword it's not the like the main sword. move. Like yeah, it's all about that electric shock mm. thing or or the fireball. Yeah. Yeah. His. Um. Let's see what it was. Uh, yeah, I as we talked a little bit about beforehand, like what could what the link could be like. Uh, in this game and i i think uh link will be entirely based on his breath of the wild appearance yeah um, definitely and i think he will have a comp- like pretty much completely revamped move set uh, especially especially mm-hmm. when it comes to his special moves um i think his up special will be Rivala's gale and the oh yeah oh my god that's another thing mm. that... and okay, um yeah. cool. and he'll be able to use the uh the paraglider after that too that would be such an interesting thing that they would have done i i think that would be i think that's absolutely gonna happen now that you've mentioned mm. it that is a really cool idea <laughs> and then oh, i mean man. he would have great recovery then yeah you obviously have his bomb which you could just swap out with the with the the bomb that he has in in the Breath of the Wild, so he could pretty yeah. much keep that move. You could possibly I keep think... the 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 boomerang move, but he doesn't really have a boomerang all the time. You can just kind of pick yeah. up a boomerang as a weapon, so that could possibly be changed. Here, how how about this? Let me let me pitch you this. So you know how um, Shulk can can cycle through his Monado blades in in yeah. Smash Bros for Wii U. How about they do that with Link and he cycles through his uh, Sheikah Slate abilities? I think that would be pretty cool. So they could have all those abilities and not have to use up all of the directional inputs. Um, Maybe it, it could get complicated. I think I'm not I mean, the game developer. They here, could give Link. They could figure it out. They could give Link a counter move by using Daruk's protection. 
That would be super cool too. Yeah, so it's either going to be all of his special moves are going to be the the divine beast uh, uh whatever abilities mm-hmm. that he gets in the game, which would be or even Daruk's protection. I isn't the um the chart the electric one also sort of a counter? Not really, but no, it's, it's more a like... charge. It's when he charges up his blade. Yeah, right? that could be okay. that could be a cool move. Like, what if his uh, like center, like his middle special is like him charging up a move, his like that spin move, cool. and then if you charge it up like to its fullest oh. uh, thing, you'll be able to do the that kind of uh, electric move. Yeah. So okay, all right. This is it. This is what Link is going to do. He's going to have those on his bind it to B or whatever button they choose. Mm. Who knows if you can use a GameCube controller anymore. I don't know. Um, so those are going to be the four abilities bind it, five abilities bind it to B. And then for his special, his uh, normal attacks with A, he's going to be using the master sword. And then depending on which direction you point, uh, he'll use a different sword or a different weapon. I think they could bind different weapons to his A button skills. I think that would be pretty mm, I cool. I don't think I agree with that one. You think they're going to change, just keep the Master Sword? Yeah, I think they're just going to... Or not. maybe okay. not even the Master Sword. Maybe just like that uh, Traveler's Sword shield traveler's com- sword? combination that he has in all the, cool the promotional art. Yeah, I guess he, he would probably be too complicated mm. <laughs> if they just put every weapon in the game. Yeah. <laughs> It's Maybe you talked mine. about like being able to swap <laughs> like like the Monado. What if you can just swap between weapons? That would be pretty cool too. Um, so like but they his... would all have to have the same characteristics for it to be fair. Yeah, like what if his special or down special or something like that is swapping between weapons? Maybe. Yeah, that would be awesome. What do you think his final smash would be like? Um. Is it just gonna be the the light arrow that he has? Ooh, spoiler alert! <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> shouldn't have said that. The special should be, um, let's see, it should be getting all the divine beasts together to oh, fire cool. like the way it, like at the end of the game they do with uh, with Calamity Ganon. Yeah, that would be really awesome. Spoiler alert. <laughs> That's what you're working towards to beat Ganon. No shit. Uh, in Breath of the Wild, <laughs> it's like the, that's like in the premise of the game. I know, <laughs> and you can do it within an hour, apparently, <laughs> or two hours or something. But uh, yeah, so I think Link is due for a huge rework. Yeah, and I am excited because uh, he's sort of become. I think for Smash Bros. for Wii U, they made him a little more interesting, but since. Melee, he was pretty much the same character for three games straight, I think. Yeah. But so the cool. character that I think above every other character needs a complete revamp is Ganondorf. Ganondorf, you're right. He's a really crappy character. He's I mean, just they... a clone of Captain Falcon Captain out of all Falcon. characters. He was, yeah. And then they sort of took him in a different direction with Super Smash Brothers Brawl. And then sort of kept that direction through to Wii U, but um, really, it's he's such a bad character. Mm. Like I would like to see uh, uh, the same moves. See them like they could base him kind of off maybe his Hyrule Warriors appearance, maybe 
Um, oh, that would be cool. Maybe, like, just make him a very heavy sword fighter, like, similar to something like at the end of Twilight Princess. Spoilers. Yeah, they've always teased us that he had a sword. Um, mm. In Even in Smash Bros, his taunt is he p- takes out that sword and he... It's like he, this guy could be so much cooler if you just let us use a sword. Or maybe oh, he's just like a pure magic sword user. I think that would be really interesting if he was a a ranged character, mm. sort of. He had two larger ranged attacks, more like Samus, um, and that would be pretty crazy. But I I don't know if if we sort of see in Zelda games uh, how how often he uses magic spells. But that's I guess in in Ocarina of Time, going back mm. to Ocarina of Time, he sends that orb at you, right? And you have to yeah. keep hitting it back at him. Playing tennis. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Just Mario Tennis. Um, it's just all Mario yeah. Tennis. But I think it would be very interesting if they took inspiration from his Hyrule Warriors appearance. Uh, I that think it was, was very cool in that game. That almost made me buy the game. Mm-hmm. You look so cool in the game. He, but he I, kind I don't of has like a samurai look, games. right? Right? Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I thought it was really impressive. And he had those two swords. That was really mm. cool. <laughs> yeah, I think having a... Yeah, obviously, like, he should totally have two swords. Like, he had two swords in Wind Waker, too. Right, yeah. yeah that should totally and be how it I works. He was really... I thought he was really cool in um, Skyward Sword as well. Uh, oh, yeah. I think that was Ganon, right? That was... Yeah, it wasn't technically Ganon. It was the first iteration of Ganon. Ganon. His, right. his name okay. was uh, sure, Demise, whatever. but it's... Demise. It's, it's clearly Ganon. Yeah, it, but yeah, Demise is who later gets resurrected as Ganon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought that was a cool fight to begin with. Yeah, that was a very that's, cool fight. It's just me. Um, let's see what. Uh, yeah, so we talked a little bit about beforehand as well. Um, Mario. I definitely want to see a complete revamp of Mario. Um, because Mario's character, like he. Yeah, uh, yeah, as we said, like he's just um, a generic fighter, and mm-hmm. his special moves are like not inspired by any games. Basically, like he has the fireball, which doesn't work like fireball, like the fireball in his actual games. It just kind of, yeah, kind of, <laughs> he kind of shoots it out and just kind of bounces on the ground. Especially in brawl, like that was just like depressing. <laughs> um, it was pretty sad. And um, his cape. Like, he doesn't even use the cape the way it works in <laughs> Super Mario World. And I also think his up B is very, like, generic. It's just, like, a jump. And they gave him the water pack. Yeah, that was, Mario yeah, Sunshine. flood. Like, why, why give him fucking yeah. blood? Um, it's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah. For this game, it's lame. Mm. It makes sense in Mario Sunshine, but not anywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> it, and yeah, so, as you said, too, like, they should totally give him Cappy. I think that would be really cool. I don't know exactly how it could work, but it might be too overpowered. I think it would be um, a final smash, honestly, that he gets. Because it, I mean, you're going to kill someone with the final smash ideally, anyways. Mm. I don't think it makes sense to just give him the ability to control your opponent for a certain amount of time. Well, it depends on how much time. I don't that think is, but, necessarily it will yeah. be controlling your opponents. It would probably be kind of enemies appearing and he captures them maybe like oh, maybe okay. kind of a that would be cool like a side b maybe it's like oh he turns into a bullet bill or something i don't know oh oh so just for the move he yeah 
changes his form and uses that. That would be cool. Actually, that would be really cool. And then his final smash should then be that he takes control of your, one of your opponents and then you just walk them off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the ultimate troll move. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Um, so any other characters? Uh, characters. I would, I, I mean, all, all uh, Metroid fans want Ridley in the game. I think Ridley's a little too big. Yeah, Ridley's to be not in this game. Yeah, Ridley's not gonna happen because of what how Sakurai has said multiple times that Ridley's too <laughs> He's big. He's not coming in the game. He also said that this was his last Smash game. But he, he said know. that with every Smash game. <laughs> I know. That's all I'm saying. This guy lies to us consistently, and he's playing with my heart. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I. I feel like they could, but. Was there? They could put some of the 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 uh, sorry. Uh, well, I guess if if we've already decided that Link is going to use the divine beast, uh, the hero's mm -hmm. abilities in his move set, they can't put those heroes in the game, or maybe they can. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't think uh, we need any more Zelda. And uh, even if you were to bring yeah, in more Zelda, Zelda representations, a lot. I think the first character they should bring into Smash is. Um, uh, the Hyrule Warriors <laughs> uh, iteration of Impa. Oh yeah, that would be really cool. Um, I would love to see that character in Smash. The, that character is a really cool character in that game. Mm. That game, surprisingly, really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah. the thing is, they had a, real, a bunch of really cool versions of, of classic Zelda characters, but mm -hmm. the game itself is kind of boring and repetitive. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's also probably fun to play for at least ten minutes. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about. Oh yeah, let's let's go into new characters. I really want to see Waluigi, and I have oh, Waluigi. I have some really cool ideas how you, you can have do the whole move set. Yeah, I, here we go. I have some really cool ideas That's for how you can do Waluigi's move set. Basically, his entire move set will be based on the Mario Sports series. <laughs> so like his main attack is he gonna be wearing a visor from mario tennis <laughs> maybe that could be, be. A, uh, an alternate costume <laughs> um but yeah like he just basically swaps between a bunch of uh rackets and stuff like that when he <laughs> uses the tennis racket That's and the so base cool. and a, like a baseball racket and <laughs> i like the idea that his alternate costume would be sort of like a, a zorro themed costume where he has a cape <laughs> And a and a rose or something to throw at you. That would be so cool. What if uh, that character is his, uh, awesome? His, um, let's see. His uh, final smash is he makes that kind of pose that he does in the Mario Tennis Aces trailer with like the rose in his mouth, yeah. and then he just kind of <laughs> then everyone just goes like completely. Uh, everyone just freezes, and he's able to like just so uh, destroy them all. Yeah, yeah that. That would be perfect, I think. I don't think you need... You just need to go work for Nintendo, for Sakurai, just to design this character. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, what about Pokemon? Do you think there could be any new Pokemon in the game? Or do you think Greninja is where they stop? Um, hmm. I because think... Because, who knows? Could be a Pokemon game this year. Yeah, I, d I do definitely <laughs> think we're going to see... The new pokemon game this year i don't know if it's gonna come out this year or if it's gonna yeah, come out yeah. next year but i do think we're gonna see like especially like a tease of some new pokemon from this generation 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could see them announce the new generation of Pokemon at E3 this year. And then in a trailer and a Nintendo Direct at a later point, we can see one of the new Pokemon being announced for Smash. Yeah, I think they add a new Pokemon game. Oh, sorry, Pokemon character in the game and maybe take out. Well, I don't actually. I think honestly, they're just going to carry over the same roster. Yeah. Minus it, maybe. Um, but yeah, so I think that they need to bring back the Ice Climbers personally. Yeah. I definitely uh, think the Ice Climbers yeah, are coming be back because they they said that the, the Ice Climbers were finished. They just weren't able to make them run properly on the 3DS version of the game. You can get Rosalina to run. She's got sort of two no, I mean, characters in one. Um, the thing, like, yeah, the yeah. thing is... Smash Bros. on 3DS is running so close to the limit of the 3DS. I know, um, I know. Like they said, like all the like the 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 items, the the assist trophy characters, all that stuff, they'd run at half the frame rate. Yeah, right. Like the Pokemon are are running at 30 frame rate, 30 yeah. frames per second, and the characters that you control are running at 60. If you look close enough, so see it. the thing is with Ice Climbers maybe ice climbers is they're able to get ice climbers in the game and it works like 95 percent of the time but that last five percent you're seeing like a one frame drop and that is all you need for them to completely scrap ice climbers yeah no i they really care about the quality of this game this is a a franchise that uh, sells a lot of games and will sell a lot of nintendo switches so i think they really need to nail performance of the game first so i i agree you're right that's why the ice climbers were not in unfortunately not in 3ds or wii u yes they had to have parody but yeah since they're basically done and they're probably gonna have their same appearance as they did in melee and brawl like (laughs) they're they're definitely appearing i think that's not even an issue yeah I'm excited. Uh, okay, so I think one more character before we finish up the episode here. Let's talk about uh, ARMS. What do you think ARMS about... ARMS characters, cool. Yeah, so who do you think from ARMS will appear, and um, what do you think their moveset would be like? I personally want the ramen girl in there, because I love ramen. But uh, let's be honest, I think it's going to be the two... If they get two slots, it's going to be the the... Ribbon Girl and her counterpart, I forget. It's a guy. Spring yeah, Man. Spring yeah, Spring Man and Ribbon Girl. It's going to be those two characters. Yeah. Let's, it has to be, right? If they're going to include two of them, which I, I would assume they would. Yeah. Um, the game sold a million copies, right? At least. So mm. it's gonna. It's a pretty popular franchise as is. Yeah. And they keep updating it. So I think they're going to include two characters. It's Ribbon Girl and Spring Man. And I think they're going to have... Um, they're going to have sort of a grappling grab as they do in the game. Mm. Uh, so the grabs are going to be really long range. But if you miss a grab, they're going to be super vulnerable. Yeah, I think um, uh, the arms characters the could be very so. interesting in Smash because there would be they would be the only like long range melee fighters. And I think that could be really that, interesting. Yeah, because they are long range melee fighters, yeah, exactly. which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I, I think like their main their main moves will obviously be like shooting these arms really far out, and I think yeah. they will have a very interesting move set. Uh, as for like their special attacks, like obviously the final smash will be the rush move. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the rush thing, and 
I could see them do um, like maybe a special. No, I mean, not even a special would be the, the dash would just be the, the, the evade move. So, yeah, right. Um, you know, I, I think I mean, I don't know. I, I don't play arms. Mm. Unfortunately, I really should. I should get the game, honestly. Um, but I don't know how different Ribbon Girl and Spring Man are in the game. Are they really different characters? They're, like, the thing is, they're different in context of ARMS, but, like, when you yeah. bring them out of ARMS, they're not really that different, so... Okay, like, so maybe then we can have a palette swap, sort of, or I was just thinking, you choose Ribbon Girl or Spring Man. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Basically... Yeah, and it's just one Yeah, Spring slot. Man's ability is that he he becomes stronger when he has only 25% health left, which could be very interesting okay. in, in the context of Smash. They already pretty much have that mechanic in the game for Smash Bros. for Wii U with the rage system. Mm. If you get above a certain percentage, you actually end up doing more knockback in the game. You, if you look closely, you'll see sort of steam coming off of your character's mm. face, and, and you will do more knockback if you have higher percentage in Smash Bros. for mm. Wii U. Uh, and uh, Ribbon Girl's ability is that she can jump multiple times, so I could see okay, her cool. being kind of that's a perfect for kind of a Kirby thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah. <laughs> he never dies. <laughs> Get rid of this stupid, um, <laughs> stupid puffball. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think arms, the arms characters, whichever they bring into the game, I think they cool. could be super cool. My favorite is personally uh, Lola Pop, which was one of the first DLC Lola characters. Pop okay yeah i i think i remember her i i think i might pick up that game today actually <laughs> all this talk about arms yeah, arm, i need it's, to it's fun play it um do you play it with uh sorry do you play with motion controls or do you play with i can but, play i can, can do both i did motion controls in okay. the beginning but later i just moved on mode the, to button controls okay. because actually i used motion controls all, all the way until they patched in the uh the ability to change the bottom map support. the button mappings okay uh, so and then it was yeah just, because i can play buttons yeah because the button mapping in the original was so weird like you jumped with y instead of b whoa it's like uh breath of the wild yeah and i was like <laughs> why 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 are you doing this yeah so, <laughs> stop doing this yeah so i Nintendo. when i when they allowed me to change the bottom mappings i was like yeah good now i'm gonna play with buttons okay um cool. yeah similar in smash bros i actually changed the button the jump to b and i have normal on y oh, that's interesting special on x whoa i could never play the game like that but dude I've try it like it long. actually makes try it, it very okay. like it makes it feel oh, more well, like uh more like just any other. Do you game. play with a GameCube controller? No, I play with the uh, okay. with the Wii U Pro controller, like the Switch Pro. Okay, or, so yeah, it makes Pro sense controller. on that controller yeah. most likely, but yeah. maybe not on the GameCube controller, <laughs> which is made for melee pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so that is it for this episode. It was a much longer episode than usual. Um, yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JujubeesGood, J-U-J-U-B-E-S-G-O-O-D. Um, but also, uh, I have a YouTube channel um, on YouTube.com uh, called Hungover Gaming, where we do. We also have a podcast called Hungover Podcast. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play and also on our YouTube channel. 
And on our YouTube channel, we we do we play a lot of Overwatch. So on Wednesdays, we put out an Overwatch video doing analysis of matches and and uh, also more recently the Overwatch League. And on Fridays, we put out a uh, more heavily edited Let's Play um, where we play various games, multiplayer games, and things like that. So that's where you can find me. All right, cool. Uh, you can follow me at Dennis, Lof- Dennis underscore Lofgren on Twitter. Uh, Dennis underscore Lofgren also on Instagram, which I've been starting to upload a bunch of like game, uh, like like pictures from like photo modes in game, like uh, mm-hmm. cool game clips and stuff like that. Let's check that out. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and also at Rebreak Radio, you can follow the channel at Rebreak Radio on Twitter. Yes. Um, <laughs> This podcast is awesome. You should <laughs> Thank subscribe you. to Thank it. You. Uh, and you can also join the Rebreak Network Discord group. That's where you can find a bunch of cool people. That's where I found you. Yeah, it's incredibly useful. Thank you again for making this uh, 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 Discord. Yeah, it's so useful. Yeah, it's, Thank you very much. It's amazing. I love it too. Um, all right, so that was it for Rebreak Radio episode 27. We'll see you again next week. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.